backstage with Mothership on Solid Rock Radio begins now. Hear the best in new music, artist interviews, stories from the road, and more. You are now backstage, and here's your host, Mothership. Hey, everybody. Heart Support was created by Jake Lures of August Burns Red. It's an online community where people can discover the strength to overcome addiction, depression, suicide ideation, and other adversity while growing stronger in their fight for mental health. Heart Support representative Dan, or Dan Makes His Mark, is their media manager, an artist, mental health advocate. He is my guest on Backstage with Mothership today. I hope you find this show inspiring and will share this resource with people who need support. So I have Dan from Heart Support here, and I want you to tell us a little bit about what Heart Support is. All right. Well, thank you for having me, Cindy. Thank you for being here. Uh, Heart Support is a online mental health nonprofit that was founded by the frontman of August Burns Red, Mr. Jake Lures. And we create safe places on the Internet for people to share about their experience, their feelings, and their heart. And sometimes those conversations are about depression. Uh, they're about anxiety. They're about suicidal ideation. They're about eating disorders, abuse, neglect, whatever. Typically, those things in society are really difficult to talk about. And we do our very best to make sure that it is a comfortable place and that it's not weird to talk about those things. And honestly, we're just trying to make more opportunities to eliminate the stigma around healthy mental health conversations that don't have any kind of judgment or expectation or, or just uncomfortability around it. We try to make it as natural and human as possible because that's what's going to lead people to get help and to uh, move past some of these things. And I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it and proud to be here to discuss that with you. Now, Jake had this idea while touring, right? You're absolutely right. Legend has it that uh, <laughs> after an ABR show at House of Blues in Chicago, Jake had some tough conversations with people at the merch table, came about like he does at all of his shows. He stays after for hours meeting with the fans and people that want to chat with them at the merch table. But these individuals that he would talk with would share some really deep and sometimes tragic stories about their lives and how the band's music had impacted them. And so hearing these stories over and over and over and night after night after night, he just really felt like something needs to be done here. And so Jake's a Christian, Jake's a believer and had a time of prayer on a rooftop (laughs) (laughs) and God gave him the vision for heart support. Over the years, it's turned into, you know, a thriving online community. Its foundation has always been kind of grounded in the choice of anonymity to alleviate some of the stress or concern about sharing these deep things in people's lives because there's a fear of judgment. There's a fear of, oh my gosh, if so-and-so finds out that it's me that's been a closet alcoholic for 15 years, then my reputation is going to be ruined or something like that. So, Uh, We give people the option on our forum that's called the support wall to just choose whatever name they want when they create an account there and then be given the freedom and the opportunity to open and share about their struggles and to have the community be given the opportunity to rally around this person and to show love and support. Because a lot of times, as we have found out to be true over the years that we've been doing this, is that you're not the only one going through that. You are not alone in that struggle. You're not the only person that has been through 
a messy breakup or a drug addiction or have been struggling with depression or agoraphobia for years and years and years. There are other people out there who have had maybe not the exact same experience, but have certainly felt those feelings. And so this is a wonderful place that Jake has built where bridges are built out of emotional connection, not personal experience. Tell me more about your story, Dan. I come from a home that was plagued with uh, alcohol addiction and uh, ended up in a, in a divorce between my mother and father. I lived in a small coastal town. And after my parents split up, you know, that rocked our world. And so myself and my brother, who's three years younger than me, had to figure out what this what this new life was going to be like. So my mom, bless her heart, worked you know, four or five jobs at a time sometimes to to make ends meet because she had two soon to be mutant teenagers in the house, you know, eating everything that, that was that was in the fridge. And so, you know, had to keep the lights on, had to keep the heat on and busted her butt to make it happen. And so a lot of the kind of the home responsibility stuff ended up being kind of put on my shoulders. And so that was a big change because it was a situation where I had to essentially grow up really fast. Mm hmm. That came with a lot of feeling like I missed out or feelings that I'm not worthy or cared for or like I had a place in the world because I was kind of thrown into this other place and that I didn't ask to be put in. It just kind of happened. And, you know, I didn't feel like that was fair, you know. So fast forward a number of years later, my mom gets together with another guy. That relationship quickly turns sour. There was a lot of domestic violence that happened oftentimes in, in front of my brother and I. And that was um, a defining moment in my life because I've never felt so helpless in my life to wow. protect and provide care and love for someone I love so dearly and have been unable to. And there was one night in particular that I recall where my mom and this guy got in this big fight. I wanted so badly to come out of my room because it was happening just in the hallway outside of my room. And, mm. you know, I, I literally hear her head getting smashed against the wall. Um, oh, my gosh. And, and it just sounded like a, a car accident right outside my door. And someone I love was being hurt just outside my door. And I could not, in my own courage and in my own ability, open the door. Mm. And I remember thinking like, oh, I, I, I need something else to help me with this. And I looked down and I found this little like dinky little pocket knife that my grandfather had given me or my dad had given me years ago kind of thing that I just kept in a little box, little, little trinket stuff. I'm like nine or ten at this point, you know. Oh, uh, and so I open it up and I like get this little knife and I'm like, OK, maybe this will help. I'll feel I'll feel stronger if I have this. Maybe I'll be courageous here. And I put my hand on the doorknob and I just I, again, I couldn't I couldn't open the door, you know. And I remember thinking, well, I need something more than this. And I don't know why, because I wasn't raised in a Christian home. It wasn't looked down upon or spoken illy about. It was it just wasn't part of our family's culture, you know. And I remember thinking, well, obviously, I need to ask God to save my mom. This is what needs to happen. And um, that was the first time I had ever prayed. And so I got on my knees next to my bed and I asked God to save my mom and that I would do anything for that to happen. And then it was mm -hmm. like you're watching a movie and then there's like a scene missing. It's just blank. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I remind you, there's this calamity going on outside my door. It was so loud, deafeningly loud. And then it just became 
amazingly, utterly silent. I couldn't hear anything. And there was a knock on my door and I opened my eyes and I go to the door. And for some reason, I could open the door now. I opened the door and there was a police officer there. Wow. So who knows, <laughs> you know, exactly. who, who knows what happened there? What I know now is that I have never seen that guy ever again in my entire life. My mom and my brother and I were safe. And so I don't need to ask any more questions about that situation because I believe in my heart that God heard my cry, even in the midst of my not knowing anything about him or knowing him personally. He intervened in a situation where I was truly powerless. Years later, I met my now wife in high school and she was a believer and her mother was a believer and her family did things differently. And I remember going to their house and having dinner and just being like, this is weird. Like this isn't, <laughs> this isn't, this is very unfamiliar to me and started going to church and really heard the message of Jesus and the gospel and realizing that that's what that was. That all makes sense now. Mm -hmm. Like this is what being saved really looks like. You know, I saw a glimpse of that, but this is is what it really means. And so that whole experience really, I mean, obviously changed me foundationally as an individual, but then even more so when I see it through the eyes of the greatest example of unconditional love this world has ever seen. My story begins and ends with that love. And all I'm doing right now is trying to be the best example to that to as many people as I can with the gifts and time that I've been given. And I believe that my purpose is to do what I can to show other people whether or not they're believers. I do care. It's not so much the context and how I encounter that person that doesn't matter. It's just that I'm sharing time with another person and that's what matters. And it's my job to show that same love and to help them if they are not feeling strong or courageous or capable or brave or any of those things like I was feeling behind that door in my room, that there is hope and that you can rely on another person's strength to help them get through that and find light at the end of the tunnel and to discover something outside of that really, really difficult, painful moment or moments in their life, that there is something outside of that and it can be better. I try to do that the best I can through heart support because I feel called to be a part of this team and I feel called to the same mission. And I believe that I bring something unique to the team in terms of abilities and understanding and personal context that I think is valuable. And I've seen a lot of change through that. It's been amazing. Just wow. Thank you for sharing that very moving and honest story. Well, we promote vulnerability a lot at heart support. Yeah. And if the people who work here aren't that example, then what are we doing? You know, backstage with Mothership returns after this out performance shop is a proud supporter of solid rock radio. They specialize in retail and wholesale of automotive, high performance racing and off-road products. They also carry a variety of accessories from remote control cars to rock and roller multi-carts on the web at outperformance.com. Check us out on Facebook at I'm with Mothership. Well, a lot of people are going to be new to you, so they don't know that you do art, and also you stream that on yes. Twitch. So tell us a little about, about your art. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing art since I was like three years old. <laughs> My mom lovingly shares the memory of a, I believe it was a birthday. It might have been Christmas, to be honest. I don't know, because I was three. <laughs> um, but she got me a chalkboard and some chalk to put in my room. 
And so I had this new chalkboard and this chalk and she gave it to me and I immediately just ferociously tore it open and started just going crazy on this chalkboard. And she was like, oh, I need to go get a camera so I can take a picture of whatever he's drawing. <laughs> so she runs out of the room while I'm I'm enjoying the chalkboard and she comes back with a camera and I've completely filled this chalkboard <laughs> with stick figures doing like karate because I was a big fan of Adam West Batman when I was a kid. Yeah, and, heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, she was not expecting that at all uh, and uh, just went, oh, it's going to be like that. <laughs> and uh, every year afterwards, you know, that was that was supported with art supplies every Christmas, Easter, Fourth of July, you know, even crappy holidays, you know, Flag Day. Hey, here's some crayons, uh, that kind of stuff. And the house quickly became a fire hazard because of all the paper that I had in there. And, you know, I was I was drawing all the time. I understand this completely. I have two creatives, two artists. Oh, yeah. very cool. So I know exactly what you're saying. That so I, I'm so, all over that. But did you find that maybe that artwork was uh, an escape for you with all the things that were going on in your home? Oh, a absolutely. I mean, I remember so, so my dad worked at this uh, this grocery store in that little coastal town that I told you about before. And I can think of multiple times where the whole family got brought to work late at night because he had to do inventory as one of the managers of this store. And he, he worked in the meat department. And so we would go back into like where they would prep all the meat to put out for sale in the coolers at the grocery store. We would be in that prep room, me and my brother, and he would take a roll of butcher paper and roll it along the entire length of the, the prep area and then dump the big fat markers that they would use to write the prices on the sign by hand. You know, the ones that right. smell amazing. Those yeah. ones. And then a stack of comic books. By the way, these weren't good comic books. These were the ones that didn't sell. So they <laughs> okay. were these were this is like the overstock reject comic books. But that was the first time I saw Jim Lee's art in X-Men, you know, or my first experience with superhero mythology was in the back of this grocery store when I was a kid uh, drawing on butcher paper with markers. Right. Wow. Yeah. To be great. honest, not much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> And so it absolutely was an escape. If Getting somebody into, rolled out a butcher paper at your studio now, you'd just be at it, right? Oh my goodness, I'd be I'd be in heaven. That'd Here, be, here's I'd an be idea wild. for one of your streams, just a you know long. I've thought about that. I've totally had that thought. But anyway, <laughs> I I feel like I'm just digressing down rabbit hole after rabbit hole here. But I was made aware of those worlds because of that experience. And then I just feel like I've never left. Not that I'm like I'm mentally in a comic book all the time, but that developed into a tool that allowed me to go to a resource, go to a safe place, go to something where I felt I had some kind of control and say in what was going on directly in front of me when a lot of my world was seemingly out of control. Right. Exactly. Um, and so that became like a, a second home for me when the opportunity came up after, you know, a few years of Casey and I, who's my my best friend, my business partner. We are friendship goals. Um, when we were first hired at Heart Support, we were hired to do videography because th they wanted to further develop their YouTube channel. You know, Casey is an absolute genius and it's my job to tell the world that he's a genius and he's a wonderful leader and has a beautiful mind for technology and production and stuff like that. And I'm very much 
point me in the direction of a job and I'll go do it kind of guy. Okay. And uh, and so we work well together and we went on tours with bands and captured their stories. And so a lot of the interviews, 90 or so percent of the videos that are on Heart Support's YouTube channel, if it's a band interview, Casey and I shot and edited that video. But the development, the progression of content for Heart Support, how do we grow? How do we how do we move out of just the comments section of a YouTube page, which is not the right place to have a healthy mental health conversation, by the way. Ooh, that's for sure. What do we do next? And at the time I got a newsletter from Adobe because I was into video production. And so I used their software and I made graphics, love Photoshop and all that kind of stuff. And I got a newsletter saying that to catch their live stream on Twitch with an artist. Oh, hello. What is this? Because I had heard of Twitch, but like that's where people play video games. What the heck am I going to do with that? So I, I too in. And there is a gentleman <laughs> on Adobe's channel who is drawing like D&D fantasy characters in Photoshop on Twitch and interacting with people live. If any of you get an opportunity to follow the artist Sam Peterson Art on Twitch, please go do that because that guy is a wizard. Did you have like a light bulb appear over your head at that moment? Oh. Absolutely. It was I was just blown away that like this is the most punk rock thing I've ever seen in my entire life. What a rebel. This artist is using a video game platform to like promote his art. This is amazing. And then I thought, well, why can't why can't heart support just make like a talk show type thing where we have mental health conversations? We give support to people in the community who are struggling. Maybe we can give them something to encourage them because I know from doing art as long as I have, I remember in like fifth grade, there was somebody having a, a difficult time. I don't even know what their situation was, but they came and sat by me while I was drawing like street fighter characters or whatever the heck I was into in the nineties. And uh, they were just enthralled by me creating this thing out of nothing. But when it was done, they were like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. You just drew that. That's amazing. And I looked over and I said, do you want it? They were so sad at the moment before. And then I gave them this thing and their whole face just lit up. Are you giving this to me? Are you serious? Yeah, you can have it. Here you go. What if we just did that, but all the time <laughs> and we did yeah. it live on Twitch? We're video nerds. We can make this happen. It has since become literally the hub of the organization. And yeah. Casey and I started streaming taking topics from the support wall, responding to people, posting the the highlights as replies. And, and people were just amazed and encouraged. And that same hope that I had in my heart to like bring to other people that was like being made real to them. You know, mm. every once in a while, I would jump on there and be like, hey, what's your favorite Pokemon, bro? And like, <laughs> just draw it. And I would draw it. And then I, I would send it to him. I mean, like a physical piece of artwork, like on paper, like that I drew right. with my own hands, you know, because that that tangibility is really important to me. Yeah, um, intimate. And it makes it makes it personal. Right. Mm -hmm. I've been given the opportunity now through this stream, through this this technology to know something about a person that's important. If it's their favorite video game. Hey, I'm into Mega Man. We're on a platform where people play video games. I love video game. Like, let's do this, you know? Right. So, okay. I like Donkey Kong. Awesome. I'm going to draw you a picture of Donkey Kong. Whoa. Are you serious? Absolutely serious. hundred percent serious. Not a scam. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I draw it and I would put it in an envelope with a note from me to them telling them, this is for you. The time that it took to make this, I'm never going to get back, but I believe that you're worth it. 
Mm -hmm. If you're ever feeling down or lonely or feel like you don't matter, you can pick up, you can hold in your hand this piece of art and be reminded that someone in this world cares about you and that they believe in you and that you matter. Since we started counting, I don't know if it's probably different now. I have done over 2000 pieces of personalized individual pieces of artwork and have given it to people all over the world. I don't care where they live. I pay for it just to send encouragement and hope in the mail. And they can hold on to that with their hands in a time Mm -hmm. where they feel like nothing around them makes sense. Well, I have this picture of Donkey Kong that Dan made me. That makes sense. That makes me feel better. I meant enough for this person that I just met on the internet for him to send that to me. That means a lot. Backstage with Mothership returns after this. Al Performance Service Family is a Solid Rock Radio business ministry partner who offers turnkey e-commerce website design, marketing, and converged technology consulting. Online at outperformancemarketing.com. You're listening to Backstage with Mothership on Solid Rock Radio. You called yourself yesterday on the stream a visual pharmacist. Yep. Now, I call the rock and metal musicians I volunteer with musicianaries because they have a mission, not only to entertain with their music, but it's a medicine to the soul. When nothing else touches a person, music will. And your medicine is not your music. Your medicine is your art. Absolutely. And you are ready to write a prescription. I'm ready. You, you just let me know what you need. And I'm a peddler of unconditional love and a visual pharmacist in my heart. You know, taking it back to my beliefs and my philosophy of life. And you, you look at scripture. Jesus didn't charge anyone for his healing. You know, people came and they and they shared. They shared with Jesus things that kept them from the relationship that they were designed for. Whatever was affecting them, Jesus met them there in the midst of their needs and gave them exactly what they needed. Sometimes it was healing. Sometimes it was words. Sometimes it was a miracle. Sometimes it was just his presence. But it was always given for free and it was always done with love. Why should I do anything different? Amen. And he didn't ask them for their background and nope. he didn't look at the color of their skin. He didn't look That's right. at who they loved. He didn't look right. at anything. He just did it. Because they were a person and knew their intrinsic value as a fearfully, wonderfully made creation of the Father. That's why. Amen. Well, I want you to tell more about where they can find you and okay. heart support and then a little bit about the resources that are available to people. Sure. Sure. If you want to find heart support, Great place to start is the website, hardsupport.com. If you would like to check out our anonymous forums that call the support wall, you can go to forum.hardsupport.com. If you'd like to check out our live stream on Twitch, you can go to twitch.tv slash hardsupport, and you will find an amazing amount of very talented broadcasters that are streaming something (laughs) on that channel. It's not just Casey and I anymore, which I'm so glad because I know there are so many other people out there who have the same heart that just want to be given the platform to do so. And, um, but yeah, twitch.tv slash heart support. You can find the live stream. There will be someone there who will listen to you and you will be loved immediately without question. Um, we have a thriving discord server, we have over 3,000 people in our Discord server, discord.gg slash heart support. We have support wall action teams that are there where people get together in a voice channel and they, they work together to come up with replies to give to the people who post so bravely on the support wall on the anonymous forum. 
Um, we have action groups, which are like small accountability groups to help people just work together to help individuals get over whatever barriers might be in their life, just as a team, as a group of people. Again, these are just volunteers and leaders who are on the same mission and believe in what we're doing and want to help. Um, but there's all kinds of opportunities to get involved with our community. Hope you check those out. Um, we also have a number of resources. Search for Heart Support on Amazon and you'll find a couple devotionals, uh, one written by uh, Ryan Kirby from Fit for a King called The Embrace. You can find a book called Mountains, which is a devotional written by Jake Lures, our founder. Um, we have a workbook on depression called Dwarf Planet written by Ben Sledge. Uh, we have another workbook on self-harm called Rewrite that is also written by Ben Sledge and Dr. Michelle Sari, who's on our board of directors. Casey has written a book for broadcasters, for streamers, and it's a mental health resource called You Are Not Your Stream. And that has been amazing to see the impact and effect that has had on the streaming community that uh, Kit Boga actually wrote a foreword for us in that book. For people unfamiliar with Kit Boga, he's very well known on Twitch and YouTube and educates and entertains people about scams by streaming himself calling scammers live with various voices. Yeah, so Kit is on our stream team. Um, as a partnered Twitch streamer, you can have your own stream team. If other streamers want to stream under the banner of your organization, they can be on our stream team kind of thing. I'm grateful to say that he is my friend, not just a person that streams, but he is by far our biggest stream partner and supporter and has done wonderful things for the organization because he believes in it and he believes in people and he loves people in the same way that, that we do. And wants to see people get help and change and all that. And so how many members are there in the Heart Support Network? Oh, that's oh. a great question. Uh, there are 143 members of the Heart Support Network. Wow. A lot of people believe in it, which is really cool. Yeah. Now you have also YouTube and you have Taylor's on Instagram, right? Yeah. Taylor does all kinds of amazing stuff on Instagram and TikTok. Um, all under the Heart Support official account. She also streams on Twitch, which is we, we describe her as if Sunshine drank Red Bull, you get Taylor. <laughs> She's a, an incredible, loving human being, and we don't deserve her. Well, I am going to put a bunch of these links <laughs> on the radio station uh, blog. Cool. So we'll uh, have those where people can just click on them and go to them. Okay. Because one of the things that I absolutely loved about Heart Support besides the fact that Jake started it, and I love ABR, was the fact that they embrace everyone wherever they are. I have watched people on your stream just having you tell them that they matter and that they're loved and watching the reaction in chat. I mean, it just blows my mind that there are so many people out there that are never told that they're loved or loved that they're used to as conditional, but they have to be a certain way. Right. You know, right. that's why I was like, I just got to get Dan or Jake or somebody on here and tell that this resource is out there and available. Well, I so appreciate you reaching out and I, I've had a wonderful time and, and I'm happy to be here and, and to share my story. And if anyone needs support or wants to find me, you can find me on Twitch and Discord and find me on Instagram. I post all my art on Instagram, by the way, at Dan Makes His Mark. Uh, if you want to see some examples of what I've done, totally check that out. And you know what? If there's something I can draw for you, hit me up. Oh, <laughs> man. I would love to make you something that makes you smile. Honestly, come by the stream. I'd love to get to know you. You're so kind. I'm sure there's going to be some people that are going to take you up on that. Well, thank you again, Dan. And um, I'm going to let you go. Hopefully one day I'll get to meet you. I would love that. That would be so cool. That would be cool. 
Have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you, Cindy. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening tonight. Stay tuned for more great music all night long. Be sure to check out my I'm With Mothership Facebook page and Solid Rock Radio's website. Follow the link under Shows to Backstage with Mothership, which will have the links to my guests' social media accounts. This show will be replayed at 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Past interviews available on podcast.solidrockradio.org, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Pandora platforms. And remember this week, be kind to one another.